Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Really good to be with you. And we have some, this is the twilight zone. Up ahead, the milepost. You have entered the twilight zone. And we have. We have. This is so bizarre. I'm going to go in just a minute to a number of pictures, clips, articles. But one is really standing out and is bothering me tremendously. And I don't have an answer for you. So what I'm going to ask you is if you have expertise in what they bring up here in this Daily Mail article, I'd like you to contact me. In fact, you can just drop something in the message box and uh, I'll pursue it. Put a link if you have it. But I think serious questions need to be asked. First of all, if you're asking the question who I am, I'm Dave Hodges. This is the Common Sense Show. We are the show. Freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. We're brought to you by Noble Gold. Listen, there's accolades out there like crazy. They get sent to me every day. Dear Dave, thanks for referring me to Noble Gold. I sleep better at night knowing my nest egg, as you say, is protected. It's true. It's exactly how I feel. Never leave your retirement in the hands of a bank. Dodd-Frank 2010 says they can steal it from you. I think it's an illegal law, but it is the law. Secondly, leave your money in this bank. Listen, trust me, leave your retirement in the bank. You're going to get killed. It won't be 2023, it'll be 1929. So you really need to extricate your retirement from your bank and you need to gold back it, which has held its value for 6,000 years. And the currency has been debased by these same bankers by a tune of 85% since the 1980s. It's no choice to make. Let me help you help yourself in saving your nest egg. What do you do? Well, I can send you a free information packet DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. Or you can call 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347. Now, the FTC wants me to tell you that investments carry a risk and there's no guarantees. We understand that. We agree with that. I'll tell you the biggest risk, though, is leaving your money in the damn bank, particularly your retirement. That's a risk. That's an unmitigated risk. $1 trillion has left the system in the last three weeks. Guess who took the money out? The big banks. What do they know that you don't know? Did you know that 0.7% of the $17 trillion left in the system in banking is covered by the FDIC? 0.7%, not 7%, 0.7%. 
you're uninsured. You're like the people in Lahaina where the insurance companies aren't covering them. Only thing is now is you don't even have insurance. So here's the deal. You can call 877-646-5347, or I can send you free information packet, and then you can call them, DaveHodgesGold.com. By the way, any conversion you do to retirement, they'll send you this beautiful five-ounce silver coin, absolutely gorgeous. They use it as a keepsake. I display it in a case, put it up on my wall. And it's just their way of saying thank you, but that's not the reason you do it. You do it to save your nest egg. All right, we're going to go to, um, on our first clip here, we're going to go to article here from the Daily Mail, which coincidentally was on my birthday, um, three days after the Lahaina disaster. Maui fire victims have, look at this, napalm-like injuries similar to World War II or Vietnam as cadaver dogs are brought in to, ser- are brought in to search for the thousand missing. This is incredible. You have a fire, and you have fire death. You have napalm, which is being scorched, and chemicals are involved. And the rescuers are saying napalm-like injuries. I don't understand. I know this doesn't sit right. I have unfortunately had to read accounts of fire deaths in the past. I've looked at um, photos. I've looked at what the experts have had to say. And I have never in a civilian fire, non-war, ever, ever seen this as a descriptor. Yet this is what some of the first responders are saying and what they told the Daily Mail in this article by Jen Smith and Harriet Alexander. Can someone please out there who knows fire science, can you enlighten me on why this term is being used here and we don't see it anywhere else? Does anyone have any idea of what this means? This is the sore thumb, but I can't explain how it happened. Help us with this. And we're, uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we are definitely going to stay on top of this, but we got more. Stay with us. How to open your car door when you're trapped underwater. A lethal design flaw in all recent cars. Flammable substance, which consists of an amalgamation of a jelly substance with a flammable petrochemicals, such as petrol, between 1400 VOC, a private rescue. That has a public safety danger when they saw flames or heard explosions nearby. To that end, when I was on the island last week, I had a point of chief federal response coordinator. 
webinar three months ago in Maui with all of the others. We heard Joe Biden saying he appointed Bob Fenton as the main point man for the Maui disaster. Fenton, who was not only on the ground since before the fire, but was also in attendance at a natural disaster seminar three months ago in Maui with all of the other senior elected officials. What's unbelievable is that they also had a wildfire expert as the guest speaker. And look who posted about this on their social media. None other than Herman Andaya, the man who didn't sound the sirens. Taking a close look, we'll see Governor Josh Green in attendance. Later this as well as Herman Andaya, who is very busy taking function as our chief federal responsible. One of the nation's leading divergent painter when they saw flames or heard explosions nearby. To that end, while well, I was just baffled. Um, stay with me just one second. Some of you who are teachers will understand exactly what I'm about to show you. Um, I actually worked with my son that, and this started when he was in uh, middle school in the eighth grade, and they were doing these bus evacuation drills, which I'll show you in just a minute. And I became really concerned, not paranoid, just concerned. And I had a reason to be concerned because I knew what had happened. And the year was 2015. And um, I wrote an article, boy, did I take some heat from school administrators from around the country. It's okay. It's one thing to protect your kids. It's another thing to be a mindless slave to government policy that may not benefit you or your kids. But anyway, um, I um, I looked at these bus evacuation drills, and I concluded from what I knew about how they had been used earlier that this was not a good thing. So I told my son, I said, they do this, okay, and, and you get the sense people are frantic, not normal. Here's your escape route out of school, and you call me. And I will come get you, or your mother will come get you. As it turned out, I wasn't the only one who did this. I was really kind of pleasantly surprised. I thought, well, I might not be the only uh, psychopathic paranoid person in the room. But there were other people who did this, too. But let me show you. I think you'll find this to be really interesting. And let this be a concern for you if you have your kids in public school. Okay. 
This is something that I had written as a warning to parents. And it says, never let your child get on this bus. And I went on to say um, that this is a theme being repeated all across America. Your child is forced by government regulation, allows your child to be put on board a school bus in a mock disaster. Sometimes the school bus will exit the school, drive a short distance and return to the school, and the children go back to class. And on the surface, they appear to be necessary and proper. And as I said, there are some good things that came out of this, as I've observed. But then there's this little thing here that we never talk about anymore. And this took place on September 23rd, 2011, in Denver, where they shut down DIA for three days. Dignitaries flew in, and they disappeared underground, in which they, you know, they have a vast tunnel system there that goes to all other bases on an underground basis. It's emergency preparation. I don't have a problem with it, but I have a problem with this. It was called Operation Mountain Guardian. And what it was was a, a disaster, FEMA, DHS involved. And they, um, I'll just read to you. At your children's school, um, you can't even have your aunt or a grandmother or a neighbor pick up your kid unless you have already prearranged this with written documentation. And even then, some schools don't let you. I don't have a problem with that because they're being really conscientious about kids not being kidnapped from school. Yet, on September 23rd, 2011, the Denver Public Schools allowed kids to be kidnapped by the federal government from their schools. Let me explain. The rules about pickup of children do not belong to the Obama administration, as I noted. On September 23rd, 2011, children without warning were abducted from the Denver Public Schools without the permission of their parents. Uh, by FEMA and taken to the Colorado Sports Authority football stadium where then the Denver Broncos played football. The precedent uh, that FEMA can literally kidnap kids from their school without parental permission or notification should be noted. Now, I don't know if this is a factor, but did you know that not only are 2,025 kids missing in Lahaina, did you know they're missing 15 school buses? There are people that are making allegations that I think are a little outlandish, but I think this needs to be explained, don't you? Because I go back to this, and this is why this gets my attention. Okay, so they went here in these buses. Okay, here was part of the drill right here. Okay, now when they got to the authority, uh, sports authority field, surrogate parents, crisis actors as we call them now, were hired by FEMA to pick up the children at the stadium. The training was obviously a desensitization exercise for security personnel designed to refuse demands to pick up kids from their pretend parents. So what they did was really, really interesting, was they had pretend parents try to assail the gate. I want my kid. I want my kid. Go away. Your kid's under protective custody right now. And this was a game they played to desensitize FEMA as well as DHS people that were manning the issues, as well as their security guards. Now, here's what's really interesting. It didn't take long until Mommy showed up to take Billy to the dentist at 11 a.m. Oh, I'm sorry, the government took your kid. What? Where'd they take my kid? Oh, Sports Authority Field. It's all right. The government has them. (laughs) Parents started descending on this, and they had a near riot. Um. There was actually a reporter there covering this. He was talking to a crisis actor, a woman hired to be a pretend mom. 
And she said in that interview, uh, she said, yeah, I'm no longer needed. The parents showed up. And she was We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time laughing about it okay so this is why you never let your kids participate in these disaster drills and i'm being very serious you don't know how they're going to end this was a drill nobody was harmed but what were they practicing for can someone please tell me all right now this used to be on the mural of the Denver International Airport, where they got horned devils there. Have you ever been to DIA and seen this stuff? They still have that. This is now gone. I still have the photo on my phone. I took it for posterity. Now, this is an AK-47. Right? This is clearly um, a Soviet type of representation of something. And what you really can't see way back here are the trail of kids. Now, you can see some moms and kids here, but this guy clearly has them under captivity, taking them into a subterranean facility. Oh, I saw this and I go, what the hell? Now, this is the same city that abducted kids during school hours to go to these facilities. Now, if you think I'm really out to lunch, okay, 
and I'm stretching. Let me show you something else that DHS put out at the same time. And I think you're going to really find this interesting. In this same time frame, DHS issued a questionnaire to, I believe, what was all schools across America. I wasn't at all schools, but I understand this was very widespread, if not universal. It was a matter of policy. And I'm gonna not going to try to describe this. I'm going to just show you the document because I think it's the only way to make it clear as to the intent. So let's take a look at this. I published this. Oh, let's see what the date was. It was um, July 4th, 2015, but it is this actually happened in 2011, 2012. Okay, it was a staff skills survey and inventory, and it was PDF, so it didn't copy really clean here. But you can see here, during a disaster situation, it's important to draw from available resources. So what DHS wanted to know, and I don't really have a problem with doing this at all. I actually think it's a good idea at one level. At another level, when you combine it with something else, then I have a concern. Okay, but they had staff skills and inventory. Do you keep emergency kit in your car, in your room? Okay, do you have materials in your room that be used during an emergency? Do you have equipment or access that could be used? Blah, 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 blah. And would you feel more prepared if a disaster struck while you were at school? Implication, would you be at home? Okay, so when you see this stuff right here, okay, they were clear, clearly preparing for schools to become a lockdown facility. And very innocently could be for the protection of the children. However, and I want to say this very, very clearly, however, combined with the fact that we can take your kids anywhere we want, anytime we want, we don't need your permission to do it, nor do we have to notify you, that causes me great concern. And let me just ask you a general question. Could there be a time when kids have to be confined at school for their protection? Yes, I can foresee those scenarios. In fact, actually, we were trained in them by FEMA. Oh, it's a long, long story. I won't go into too much detail. But back when I thought this was a good idea, uh, they approached our campus um, and um, said, we need volunteers to be dispensers of vaccines in case of a chemical, biological attack, and you and your family will get the first batch. Sounds good to me. I'm the first. And at the time, I was, you know, not very aware. And I just thought, okay, I'll do that. I volunteer, sure. And so I got trained, and it was Maricopa County Emergency Services that did the training. And then FEMA took it over. Became very good friends with a guy in FEMA until he ran because he didn't trust what the government was going to do. And he retired and lived underground with other people like him. That's another story for another day. But anyway, um, I learned about these procedures behind the scenes that I'm telling you about now. And what I'm talking about right now is they also expanded this, not because we're under threat of nuclear attack. Here come the missiles. There's an invading army. And if we let people out on the streets, they'll be more likely to be victims. We maybe can protect kids using the police, you know, other local law enforcement uh, to come to the schools, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get all that. That was part of the defense plan. That actually made sense. And I didn't have a problem with it. The problem I had with it was how long could they keep the kids? There were no procedures for parent pickup. There were no procedures for parent communication. Now, sometimes can communication get knocked out? Yes. But do they have an obligation to communicate what's going on with the kids? Yeah. 
But since when have Democrats ever shown respect for parental authority? Remember, this is under Obama. And now we're seeing the same thing in Maui. This is why I'm going through this and why I'm going to tie all this together in just a second. Um, there's absolutely zero concern on the part of the people in charge who put the tarps around the city so you can't see what they're up to. You saw the one lady earlier today, an earlier piece, say she went there to look for her brother and she could find no one to talk to her. Eleven days she spent without getting one answer. Okay, is this the kind of depraved indifference they're going to show towards the parents and the kids? Well, they already are. There are 2,025 missing kids, and we should be inflamed about this as a nation. We should be in the streets. We should be assailing and peacefully protesting outside our senators' offices, outside our congressional offices, and their local municipalities where they have their headquarters. This is what we should be doing right now, because parents deserve answers. And then we need to find out where the 15 missing buses, were they all burned up at once? They might have been. And that's a natural explanation, but we're not being told. Shut up, little children. We'll tell you what's what. And just to show you we can decide what you know and what you can report on, we're going to build a tarp around the city, and we're going to have an information blackout. By the way, this sister, remember, she wasn't even allowed to go to her brother's residence to look for his motorcycle because maybe he got out that way. How insensitive can you be? But anyway, I took all these procedures in and what I'd learned from FEMA, because I was on the inside of some of this planning when they were talking about campus structure, what we're doing. And then I would talk to my FEMA friend. We became basketball buddies and happy hour buddies. And 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 he and I talked a lot. And I learned a lot that they didn't teach us in the training. And he basically said, yeah, he says, we're not real concerned about parents. We don't care about parent rights. And he says, do I have concerns? Yes. He says, I have trained my kids. So he told me how to evade the bus evacuations. I said, wait a minute, you're going against the procedure? Yes, I am. And I was like, holy crap, Batman, that I should be doing the same thing. He said, yes, you should. And he even advised me on how to do it. So what I'm telling you right now is you need to review your children's school emergency plan. You need to know how they're going to protect the kids. And I'll be honest with you, too. I wouldn't even consider having a child in a public school that did not have security personnel that are armed, preferably an off-duty policeman. You say, well, well, I've seen where they beat up a kid, and this is the justification for defund the police and get them out of the schools. Yeah, let's just leave our kids defenseless, shall we? It's a gun-free zone. It says so right there. Yeah, do you think people are thinking about that when they come on campus like at Columbine to execute? By the way, I did my student teaching at Columbine well before, but I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it still strikes deep to me because I know someone that was killed. And I took the lessons I learned from this experience, and I told you, and I'm telling you right now, unless your school has armed security, unless you've reviewed their emergency plan and you concur with it, you need to get your kid the hell out of that school. And I think overall, the the safe thing to do is to homeschool. Now, there are schools, mostly in rural areas, that they pray before events and after events and um 
it's family oriented and the parents actually have a say with the school board and they don't have the police called on them if they bring a concern, uh, there are still those communities and those schools are safe. And I support them. But some of this other crap going on, like Loudoun County, Phoenix Union, Denver Public Schools, I could go on and on. I mean, look at Denver Public Schools, let their kids be taken in a non-emergency situation for a damn drill where they didn't tell the parents. You know why they didn't? They didn't want the parents to, oh, I don't want to sign off on the permission slip. We're not going to do that today. They didn't want to give the parents the option. You need to take a hard look at all this. My sense of the Department of Education and a couple of the conversations I've had over the phone is that these people are concerned about the kids. They don't like what's going on, but they're really hesitant to criticize because they don't want to be fired. But I could sense, yeah, those are good questions. I understand why you'd ask that. I'm not sure I'm qualified to answer. But they're basically saying is, I know we're full of shit, but I want to keep my job. Lahaina is a message to all parents. They don't care about you when these evil people come to your state. They don't care about your children. They have no sense of urgency. It's three weeks plus, and we still don't have any answers about the kids. Lahaina is a wake-up call for America. And the kids should be the number one issue in this country right now. The number one issue. Well, preventing CBDC, too, because that's slavery endemic to the process. But, ladies and gentlemen, why aren't we in the streets peacefully protesting, writing letters, making phone calls, putting extreme pressure on Congress? This governor should be called before a congressional investigative committee the same way that they have called witnesses against Hunter and Joe Biden. In many ways, this issue is more important. We know we have a corrupt president. I don't know how many different times we have to prove it. But we don't know where the kids are. No one's being held accountable. And there's no sense of urgency, no compassion for the parents. Why aren't we doing something? And the system, as I just pointed out, is not friendly to parents. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Wake up, America, and smell the fire. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is in the interim, 
hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50 year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. It will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.